Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, the co-founder and CEO at Brand Russo, Jackie Russo. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. I really appreciate it. You are in Nor- Nor- uh, you're in Louisiana, right? I am. I'm in Lafayette, which, you know, for people who don't know Louisiana, we say, oh, it's just outside New Orleans, but it's actually two hours away. If <laughs> sure. Louisiana is a boot, we're the ankle. Oh, well, good. That's not a bad place to be. So yeah, give us an overview of what you do at Brand Russo. Sure. Well, we're a branding agency that we started back in 2001. And for us, it really came about for our razor branding process, which we trademarked back then, because we realized small to medium-sized businesses didn't have the capacity to hire a great big branding agency, but they had the need for a strategic brand plan. So we made it real simple. And it's got four core elements, focus, who are you targeting, their demographics, their psychographics, their pain points, and then Promise, why should they choose you? What do you do different or better than your competition? Connection, what do you say to them to cut through that clutter to get their attention? Now, remember, you need to keep them as the hero of the message. They need to be the star. If you're talking about yourself, they're not listening. And then Harmony, where do those messages go? Let's, um, you know, there are um, some folks that, don't do some of that preliminary background work. In fact, I was just talking with one person. He's like, hey, I'm creating a new logo for my company. And so then he had like some kind of like 299 logo contest that he was like, you know, getting people to just vote on. And I'm like, we don't even know who you are or what you do, what you stand for, your mission, purpose, values, who you're trying to reach. And you're just asking us what our favorite logo is. I mean, <laughs> I could take a stab at that, you know, but, you know, again, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot that's missing from that. Give us your insight on when somebody does that, what they're what they're really missing out on. Well, there's a couple of things. One, they're missing out on the opportunity to strategically plan ahead. So one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to become a big successful company and they're going to spend a whole lot of money fixing what they didn't do right in the first place, or they're not going to be able to become a big successful company. It's only one of two choices. Um, the second thing is oftentimes when you do the crowdsource or the, you know, Fiverr, the online kind of thing, you're not getting someone who is <laughs> checking trademarks, understanding uh, clip art, making sure you can legally own the thing they've given mm. you. And so I see time and time again, clients come to us who are having to now pay a big fine slash fee for using yeah. someone else's logo. And now they also need a new one. And you imagine the expense that goes into replacing all the things that are branded. Oh, right. yeah. Once it's the, the old logos all out there everywhere. I mean, you know, it's one thing to go through a rebranding, but when you're like, oh crap, we got to take everything down quickly at, you know, every instance of it, you know, all over the internet. Good luck with that. Um, you know, but I, there's one thing, Jackie, that that I've I, I've shared this, uh, you know, just from a kind of like a sales perspective and a marketing uh, standpoint is, um, I believe that you don't tend to attract uh, the, you know, someone a client 
whose level of sophistication or branding exceeds your own. So in other words, if on a scale from one to 10, you know, you kind of look like around a four or five, the sevens and eights are going to kind of give you, you know, a millisecond and they're going to be like, hmm. Mm, probably not for me. And and it's unfair, but that's kind of how we all work. We have to work that way. Uh, we have to make quick decisions based on first impressions to spare our mind from the overload and explosion that would happen if we tried to research and truly dig into every single thing we consider on a daily basis. We have to make too many decisions. Um, and yet businesses need to realize that when I, as a consumer, walk into a retail store to select a TV and I look at that big bank of TVs on that wall, mm -hmm. there's got to be something that allows you to stand out. That's branding. There's a reason why I'm drawn to the LG or I avoid the Samsung. Something in that relationship, that emotional connection that I have with those products steers me towards one and away from the other. That's branding. Yeah. So uh, take me through, let's, let's kind of go in slow motion here when you're talking about razor branding, right. And the, the, the steps that were involved, cause I, I'd like to kind of pause at each of those steps and kind of flesh that out a little bit. Sure thing. Step one is focus. Who are you talking to? Who are you focused on? That's yeah. demographics, psychographics, pain points. Now, when we're talking about branding, um, we're not just talking about logo design. Can you kind of take us through what is branding? So a, a logo, which we call a brand identity, represents the brand. It represents the company, the products, the services, but it's not the brand itself. And really, if you look at Marty Neumeyer's book, uh, The Brand Gap, he eloquently explains it. The brand is the emotional connection between a person that you're trying to reach and you, your company, your product, your service. That emotional connection, that space is what is the brand. That's what you're trying to build. What's really hard for a lot of companies is then it means that the person is in charge because the, it's the person's emotional connection. So it's their feelings. And that means that the company who's spending millions and millions of dollars on marketing isn't the boss. The days of broadcasting out a message and just assuming people are going to believe what mm -hmm. you say, that's gone. So now it's about earning it. And the way you earn it is by being, you know, authentic and real, but having a true point of differentiation, which leads me all the way back to how do you stand out? Um, if everybody looks like a yellow duck, you're going to need to look like a mallard. You, you got to find a way to stand out. And so that comes through your brand identity, but also there's got to be some sort of actual benefit to your product or service that doesn't exist with your competition. Yeah. So um, when we when we think about again who our audience is, some what, what happens if you get a client that goes, "Oh, come on! I just want a nice looking logo." What does it matter who our audience is? Well, you know, it depends on how big the check is, Josh. If it's big enough, I'll just draw them all the logos they want. You know um, what? Maybe you're right. <laughs> you know? No, but in all sincerity, we'll walk them through why they need to think about it. Uh, we'll explain to them that depending on the target audience, and I'll just use a general company, right? So when I'm researching B2B in a company, there may be somebody in the C-suite that's going to make a decision. There may be somebody in procurement. There may be somebody in project management. And there may be somebody in the engineering department. I have no idea who this fictional company is, but you roll with me for a minute. So we have four different target audiences. Each of them has a different frame of reference. And so if you want to stand out and get the attention of somebody in procurement, 
they're going to mm-hmm. have a certain point of reference that's vastly different than somebody in the C-suite. So knowing who the target audience is, you really need to know um, as much as you can about them to make sure that we're giving something that's going to get their attention visually, the brand identity, and the message because the pain point is different. The message is going to be different. So when we talk mm. about building a brand, the brand identity is one little baby step yeah. down that whole process. Right, right. Uh, you know, and and to someone, and I'll just say this, Jackie, um, is that we have gone the low cost rate of, you know, kind of doing this work and thinking about, you know, uh, or or maybe not thinking about, you know, who we are, what we stand for, um, you know, and getting a little bit deeper on that. And then we've just kind of gone to town. Okay. Well, that makes sense for a logo um, or, or, you know, or, you know, and not just that, but then the, you know, how all of your design is then represented, how your marketing copy is represented um, when you don't have clarity about your why, you know, who you are, who your audience is. It just makes every decision more difficult. And, um, you know, for our latest iteration of our logo for Up My Influence um, for, uh, you know, our brand identity, um, we worked with a very good firm. And it was such a different experience than running one of those design contest type things. Again, just talking about the brand identity, the logo, you know, that sort of thing. It is a completely different experience because now we're talking about What's the impact that we want to have in the world? Not, you know, who can come up with the best iteration of this clip art type thing? <laughs> you know? right. uh, yeah. And it was, it was so, it was such a valuable experience, but that, that was the second phase, you know, where we start to put into play all of the foundational work that we had done previously in terms of our mission, purpose, values, who we are. Right. Well, and those things all need to go into the brand standards. So whether you spend a little yes. bit um, online and crowdsource, or you spend a lot with a really reputable firm, if you don't have brand standards to protect your investment, you're both going to end up regretting it. So when we talk about brand standards, it includes your mission, your vision, your values, your culture. It includes the actual usage of your brand identity in all of these different ways. One color, two color, three color option, reversed out black and white, the amount of white space around it, the Pantone numbers, the RG, um, RGB conversion, the CMYK conversion, you need to have each one of those so that what happens if you don't have that, which are like the rules of the road, as soon as you hand over your logo file to a vendor to make a t-shirt, to make a sign, to make a hat, Mm -hmm. they will use what they have in front of them at at their favorite shade of blue, uh, some leftover ink from the last job, uh, some stock they've got on the shelf. And they're not going to have the rules of the road telling them what to do. There's no signpost or guidelines. And now your logo gets a little degraded, a little degraded, a little degraded. What if Coca-Cola hadn't been protecting their brand identity all these years? The red that they were in 1900 would be like fuchsia by now Mm -hmm. or purple or green. So it's about protecting it because that's what gives it value. And if you look at um, the P&L of Coca-Cola, you would realize that their branding their logo, their brand identity, those assets have as much value as the physical properties that they possess. Wow. The tanks, the syrup, sure. the trucks, the stores. Uh, so that's a lot of value. Not mm. saying you're anybody's that's going to have that much value today, but you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Do you, do you think Bezos knew Amazon was going to blow up this big in one lifetime? You got to protect your investment. 
And so you do that by making sure you can legally own the thing that's been given to you. It's not clip art, um, that you have the rules of the road so that everybody who touches it is following those guidelines and that you think about your brand beyond the brand identity and the company and the product. And you look at that emotional connection and who you're building it with. It becomes crucial because most companies tell us everyone is their customer. Everyone is their client. Everyone is their target audience. I'm like, that's not target. Everyone is everyone. When you can get targeted, you can spend less money on your budget. You can be more effective with the investment that you make. Um, It becomes about frequency, you know, repetition of message, then reach and trying to reach more people. It's the fastest way to success. Now, when you get into the, um, you know, again, some of the, when we're looking at, you know, the kind of the, the, the razor branding process, right? And we get into connection and harmony. Is there, is there more to that, that that we should probably visit? Sure. I mean, when you get to promise, first of all, you know, promise is really about why. And that why is a huge differentiator from your competition. It may be because you can handle um, multiple things and become a one-stop shop. It may be because you've created a process that's truly better than somebody else. It may be because you're more environmentally friendly. Uh, It may be because you're like a hotel that leaves a chocolate chip cookie on the pillow and you'll leave a line on for you. I mean, whatever your why is, you need to be able to convey that because it's going to be a huge point of differentiation. Then when you get to connection, and that's the messaging, now it's about how you communicate that why and you tell people why they should choose you. And we go back to our four-person scenario earlier. The reason why the CEO might like your company best is a vastly different reason than why procurement or engineering or project manager is going to like your company best. So, And the same example applies in B2C. Uh, whether you're selling to a, someone who is buying something for their own personal use or home, or you're selling to a company that's going to use it for a company purpose, that's the beauty of the process. It works for every company, every way, every time. And so when you get into that connection and that messaging, you've got to make sure that the person you're trying to connect with is the hero of the story. Um, story Brand by Donald Miller. If you make the story all about yourself and your company and you list these features, oh, we've been in business this long. We have this many employees. We did this much business last year. We have this Mm -hmm. huge number of products. I stopped listening after the first we. But if you tell me a story about me, about a small business in Louisiana um, who has these challenges and is looking for these solutions, I'm listening because you heard me. You see me. You feel what I feel, and I'm going to be connected to you. That connection is going to get me to investigate more, research, mm. feel good about the, what I see on your website, and that we're connected now, and I feel good about what you're saying. Well, now I'm going to try you. And when I try you and you uphold that promise that you made, you deliver on those differences that you told me about, well, now I'm going to keep coming back to you and I become loyal to you. So I stop shopping for a less expensive alternative. I stop shopping for somebody who might be a little bit more convenient. I'm in, we're in a relationship and I'm not window shopping anymore. That loyalty, which comes from trust, leads to advocacy. And advocacy is the goal, right? That's word of mouth marketing. That's what we're all looking for. And when you can get to advocacy, that's the people who know you and your company better than anybody. And they're going out and telling everyone else, this is the real deal. This is where you need to be. You can't buy that kind of marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. So Jackie, when, when you, who do you typically work with and what does that engagement look like? 
Well, you know, it's interesting. That's a, there's a two-part answer to that. Um, at the agency, at Brand Russo, we work with, you know, small to medium-sized companies, uh, anybody around 50 million revenue up to about 500 million revenue. Um, we do have some startup clients uh, because they've got some backers, they've got some big vision. Um, we, last year, uh, I stopped being able to teach in-person seminars and workshops and retreats because we couldn't be in a room together. Um, and so I took all of that knowledge and the, the classes I've been teaching for years and built an online branding school called Brand State U. Oh, and neat. now, yeah, how cool is that? Brand State U, like the letter U.com. Now, anybody who doesn't maybe have the resources to hire an agency, um, mm-hmm. but has the need, they can go to brandstateu.com and the razor branding process is right there as plan to brand. It's an eight-week brand building boot camp. I'll mm-hmm. walk you through it, homework, workbooks, step-by-step guide. When you're done, you'll have a 12-month plan of exactly how to build your brand. Okay. And if you want We're, ongoing assistance, we've right. got monthly subscriptions that allow people to get help on a regular basis. Oh, where where is that? So I was at your website, Brand Russo, but- um, no, that's, Yeah, Brand Russo is the agency. Bring uh-huh. your checkbook. Brandstateu.com <laughs> is for the, the people who think they should just go get a crowdsource logo um, because oh, they yeah. just don't have the budget or the wherewithal. So Brandstateu, mm. like the letter U.com, it's all mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And it's the great thing for somebody who can't hire an agency. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm in there right now. Brandstateu.com. Very, yeah. very cool. And then um, yeah, there's you right there. Course library. All right. Excellent. All right. I dig it. Very cool. Right. This would be good. Um, yeah, this is cool. I'll share this with my daughter, in fact, who's a, a budding artist and in in, in uh in, in college, and she's looking to kind of get into more of this work. So very cool. Jackie Russo. Um, again, you're the co-founder and CEO of uh of brandrusso.com. And again, uh at brandstate you, the letter u.com. Jackie, this is fantastic. Thank you so much. Anything else? No, that's it, Josh. Thanks. I mean, at the end of the day, our mission is to help people build their brand. And so whether we do it for them or we teach them to do it for themselves, I feel like we're all going to win. Yeah. Excellent. Jackie, thank you. Jackie Russo. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com dot com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.